Kia ora koutou and welcome to Alice's Soapbox, where we're getting loud for women in sports. Now today, it is my absolute pleasure to introduce you to an athlete and a sport you might not yet know. Of course, I am talking Jackie Elmsley and flag football. For those of you that don't know, flag football has made its way into the Summer Olympics in 2028. So we're talking to one of the women that have taken it up just at the right time. So let us begin. Let us have a chat with Jackie about how this black belt found her way into a flag football belt and how this sport is going to take the world by storm. Let's go. Of course, Jackie, we're going to start with asking you, Nor Hiakwe, where are you from? Awesome. Um, Kite taha o toku uh, mama no Ngati Moniampoto, and Kite taha no uh, o toku no papa uh, no Ngapui. Uh, and then Engari eh, from Ahitereria. There we go. And um, next up, of course, is Ngawaikwe, sorry, Ngawaikwe, which is who are you of? You've given us a little taste there, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been practicing this, sorry. Kongia te maunga, ko waipa te awa, ko tainoi te waka, ko ngati monia poto te iwi, ko ngati apokura te apu, ko pūrekireki te marae, ko Naira Almsley toku mama, and ko tawanoi te maunga, ko keriru te rotu, ko ngapui te iwi, ko ngati morewa te hapu, ko mahuhu ki te rangi te marae, ko Trevor Almsley, toku papa. And then my sister Pania and my brother James, and ko Jackie Almsley, aho. Here we go. And then the last one, which I think is one of the most powerful ones, is mawai koe. For whom do you exist? Uh, absolutely, I uh, agree with you there, one. Um, so my tupuna, my whānau before me and in front of me, um, my mentors, my coaches and my uh, students. I have also been uh, lucky enough to coach myself, but also the people that have taught me the most in my life that I continue to utilise and the lessons that I will forever learn. Mean and also mean as sis, because I know that that was for you putting yourself out there straight to begin, because it's a learning journey, eh? Always, always. Yeah, I love it. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> of course. Now, where is it that you grew up, Jackie? Tell us about where you come from. Yeah, so uh, I originate from Melbourne, um, born there, uh, educated there, and then spent the summers in Aotearoa. Um, loved that I had the opportunity to come back home and learn uh, my te ao Māori, my whānau. Um, but yes, most of my schooling was in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you came over to Aotearoa, whereabouts were you landing? Was it with your whānau around where you are now or where, where were you going? Um, so previous to deciding to move here three years ago, I was traveling the world. So I'd just been in Hong Kong where I met my partner. Um, but I decided on Hamilton based on the University of Waikato and studying there, uh, especially with the support that they give to, to Māori and Pacifica there. I wanted to learn through their culture, their tikanga, and learn my passion um, where future uh, – sorry – past athletes had learnt before me. 
Yeah. And so you've obviously you've ended up in um in Hamilton of all places. And yes. <laughs> you know, land land up in, 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 in the mighty tron of all places and also landing in a store which is not necessarily one we know as much about, but is one we're gonna learn heaps about, obviously, in the next couple of years, because flag football, one of the latest to be added to the Summer Olympics. So tell yes. me how the heck did you find your way? <laughs> to playing American football in New Zealand. Well, just like you will, Alice, we check <laughs> social media. <laughs> so I honestly I just saw an ad on social media for American football and I was currently in the period of just finishing netball and I was like, oh, I need another sport. I need to be active. And that popped up and I was like, oh, okay, I'll go try it. Haven't played contact balls with balls. Uh, <laughs> have played others um and so i was like i'll go try it out um met an awesome culture of people uh and it was tackle version first which is known as uh american football gridiron in new zealand um i tried that out while i was training for the season uh nationals for flag football had been delayed from march to november so i thought oh yep i'll jump in because some some of my teammates had asked me to come play and i had no idea about the game i was like <laughs> okay so I got that attitude, you know, just give it a go anyway. They're like, oh, you, you kind of know the basics. You just have to intercept balls and backpedal. You'll be right. <laughs> I was like, okay. Went to Nationals, fell in love with the game and saw other uh, players that I was like, oh, I want to be like her and I want to be like that. And so, yeah. And then I got invited to go to the Aotearoa Flag Friends trials. Like at the time, it was the very first one as well. Um, and lucky enough, got into the team three trials later. Holy so, yeah, really random, but yeah. worth it. Seems like you were kind of right place, right time. So you're saying to me that's one of the first times that the Aotearoa football food, sorry, flag ferns. I'm getting that correct? Flag ferns, yeah, Aotearoa um, flag ferns. You got it. Yeah. Where, how long have they been around? What's the What's the story? Where did they pop up from? Yeah, so Aotearoa flag ferns, uh, the idea of them came about probably two years previously. Um, so NZF New Zealand, Federation of American Football have like, yep, we want to get Wahine into this game. Uh, we just need coaches. We need team managers. We need people on board to create this. And so an awesome team, um, head coach, Ethan coach, uh, offense coach, Ben Freeman, uh, team manager, Alex Hatwell, and our awesome health and wellbeing, Shanice Henry, all jumped on board to make it happen. And so when trials did begin in November, another one December, and then January, People from the American football team were obviously invited. Um, everyone should try it. And then promotions went out and advertising went out all around New Zealand. Um, so that's where I originated the idea two years ago and then wanting to make it more of a wahine sport. There was already a men's team uh, for the national uh, sport. However, wahine was growing in the clubs and so they wanted to develop that. So we literally started with like 63 players uh from the club's version back in like 2017-18 and to 2023 when they first initiated the game that's like over 200 players me so it's worth the investment eh yeah hey you build it they will come people want to play all sorts yes. obviously they're, they're kicking this off a couple of years ago had they heard that this was being introduced to summer games is that the the thing that kicked it off or was it hey we want to bring women into this game too or is it a bit of both it, it was the increase of women in clubs. 
Mm. That's where it first started. So um, with the numbers coming through, they're like, oh, we could see potential here and to take this internationally. Flag football is massive around the world. Um, New Zealand, Australia is a bit slow to jump on board, uh, but LA Olympics 28 definitely has a play in it. I'm just not sure what part in the programming it has. Um, however, as soon as it got announced, us players just went wild and we're telling everyone to join because we want to see the best of the nation join and we want everyone to have the opportunity. Like, you know, I'll I'll still compete for it, but that's still a long way for me. <laughs> <laughs> so in the meantime, you're, you're on the recruitment hustle as well in the marketing. Yeah. I mean, but so- realistically, it's one of those sports everyone can join and, and lead into it. As long as you're coachable, uh, uh, you know, we've got netballers and basketballers and touch and tag players. So anyone can try. Yeah, get that runner, eh? And because this is the thing, yeah. I, I feel like I haven't flagged this, haha, pun. Um, <laughs> I haven't flagged this so Funny. far. And I feel like this is necessary, which is if you have listened this far and you've thought, oh, yeah, I kind of know flag. I've played that before. Chances are you haven't. So if you're like me, I have played flag before. And in my head, I'm thinking of a variation which is sometimes also called like Ripper Rugby, which actually has its origins in NRL, so in league. Um, right and then your season there and that that is different folks we're talking about a different game here we're talking about throwing forwards we're talking about yes downs is this right yes about here (laughs) (laughs) we're talking about first down second downs we're talking Beyonce at halftime so don't get confused but do take heart because if you have played the other version of flag chances are you've got your eye in on taking those tags because that does take a little bit of practice to yes it does get your yeah get your get your head around that so this again the world's your oyster, my mate. So if you've come through particularly exactly. any time recently in rugby development here, because obviously we have that within our um, our grades, that younger players, before they play contact, before, what is it, age 10, I think, they're playing yes. like a version of tag. Yes. Um, and so we've got that basis. We're just right yes. for the picking. New Zealand rugby didn't right. even know, but they were out there developing <laughs> flag footballers this whole time. Thank you. Appreciate you. They, they are the grassroots to our nationals. <laughs> to our clubs. Oh, that's so, that's so good. Just going to go. What um, a revelation, though, eh? So when are you joining, Alice? <laughs> so tell me, what position do you play, Jackie? What are you, like, the, how many people oh. are on a field? How does that work? Yes, sure. Um, so basics of flag, uh, you got offense, you got defense. Uh, yes, you do have two teams version yeah. on one, one team. Um, so I'm defense and I actually was defense captain for the first international, uh, competition that we just played, which is freaking amazing and what an honor. Um, so I play safety or corner. So you got five on field. Um, you got pass rusher who's in the middle that tries and rushes the quarterback, which is the thrower on offense. Um, and then you got your safeties and your corners out wide. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm mostly defense. I will tell you, my history is defense and majority of the sports. Um, but all respect to offense as well. <laughs> and so if we switch these teams out, because that is the thing, if you haven't watched a version of American football before, that is the thing that blew my mind the first <laughs> yeah. time I saw a game. I was like, hold on a second. It's now a tax turn and everyone changes around on the field. I was like, this seems like so many subs all the time. <laughs> so or it you could be a 
good thing for people who just want to run sprints and have Beautiful. a break. <laughs> exactly. Or, or yeah, specialize. Talk about specialization. Okay, so you've talked yes. us about those five defensive roles are. When we've rolled on our um, offense team, who are they? You've got your quarterback. Mm-hmm. You've got your center who passes the back, ball back to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then you've got your receivers. So that's two center and QB. And then you've got your receivers. So you can three receivers. So five on field for offense as well. Okay. And how long is a game? Uh, so at international level, um, we had 40-minute games, so 20-minute halves. Mm-hmm. In New Zealand at club level, we have 15-minute halves, so 30-minute games. Ah, okay. There we go. That's all the basics for us, guys. I felt like we all needed yeah. to get on, on board with that because this isn't a sport that we might be as familiar with. And so let's let's start with that. I want to start with, though, you say you're defensive a lot of the time. Where's that come from? Yes. Where's this, where's this passion for, for blocking things, I guess, or shutting things blocking down? Things. Yeah. yeah, where does that oh, come you from? You said it for me, Alice. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I like to do. I like to reject things. I like to defend. <laughs> I like to just wipe it all away. Um, yep. Actually, with my first competition and since then, it's where I get a nickname of Sticky. Um, I, I intercept a lot of balls, um, for the sake of this game, it's the best thing ever if you can turn over the ball. Uh, however, it comes from, I guess, a bit of netball. Um, I guess it comes from a bit of karate as well. Um, and then in general, just swiping boys away growing up, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about setting up your dojo, because I I know I'm supposed to be talking to you about flag football, but I find this interesting (laughs) because the thing is, is everybody, chances are you don't end up at like one sport, right? Like we all play, if you're, if you're mad about sport, chances are you've played something else, you've learned something else somewhere else, and then that can be yes. applied in future, right? Transferable skills, 100%. So I'm interested yes. in this because you obviously have experience in setting up something from scratch and you're in a in a moment with your sport where you're kind of doing the same. So listeners, forgive me for asking more karate questions. I'm going to do okay. it. <laughs> Tell me about setting up a dojo at 21, 22. Absolutely intimidating. Um, I remember the first class just being two kids. Um, the word went out to the community, but it was just two kids. And those were the longest lasting kids that I ever had. And I'm so proud of them. Um, but the biggest step for me was just knowing that I had support from my previous instructor. Um, I'm all about questions. And if I can ask a question to someone and get the knowledge, um, such as Google, or my previous instructor, um, I know that I can achieve anything. So for me, it was a matter of, okay, this is cool. Let's try this. Okay, this is working. Let's progress on this. Um, because there is previous clubs that have done this before, I was able to reach out to to um, other clubs and things like that. But I guess coming from the standpoint of doing it for the first time as well for myself, it was that I kept getting uh, acknowledged by the community that I had previously walked and talked with before starting. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'd love karate in the community. Oh, yeah, we want our kids to learn karate. So mm-hmm. although it started with two students, I ended up teaching um majority of the students or the kids on the island, of Hamilton Island, so up to 60 students in, in one week. Um, and that, I guess, the more students that came, the more I built confidence that, hey, actually people want to know what I know and People want to learn from me um, based on my way of teaching. And so mm. that was pretty cool. Although karate is very disciplined and very command style, um, I grew up 
learning through games just as much as I did through repetition, repetition, repetition. So I guess I came through the right era of learning um, when it was more game-based than it was in class, getting beaten up from the same technique over and over again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I learned from that and just carried that on. And so through FLAG, I, I've been able to teach in schools as well, and I've loved teaching the basics, but more so I want to teach games to them. And, and that's where I currently am, Sports Waikato, their, their mission is play. So there's a lot of information in the world. It's just a matter of going to get it. And, and you're a, a black belt, obviously, too, by this stage, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. I'm very proud to say I did complete that grading and carried it on. Uh, it takes years of practice, years of understanding. Um, you're still learning, you know, constantly, but uh, I'm proud to say I was a, a first done, which is just the first gold bar of a black belt. Oh, that's so cool, Jackie. I'm excited for, about this for you. I'm excited about this for you. Like, I know you're going to be at just your energy. I know you're going to be at the 2028 Olympics. You're going to you're going to get yeah. yourself there. Like whether you're in that team or you've talked yourself into some sort of position, <laughs> I just have. Oh, you know me already. <laughs> Absolutely, I want to be a part of it, however possible. Like representing Aotearoa is the biggest achievement in my life. Mm. I've done so much in my life, as you know, but mm. this has got to be the the top of it. Like at the last championship i got to be the flag bearer like that was massive alone we did the haka that was created by one of our original players like Me. that was massive so everything to do with flag and representing aotearoa i am already proud yeah and whoever gets to join that journey with me they'll hear about it too <laughs> oh mate jackie's got she's got that sale for you right now she's telling you flag football is yes. it. there you go Come. Bring it on. <laughs> All right. If I'm hearing this, I think, man, Olympics, LA, 2028, how are we getting there? Where, where do I find my way into flag football? What, where do I start? Great question. We've got trials coming up in March and April to begin with for the Wahines mm -hmm. um, for our world uh, competition. So that's the International Federation of American Football that hosts the Worlds. We need to go through a few stages to get to the Olympics, and this year is where it starts. And I guess it was also timing um, for our team to have already got some international experience to get a world ranking. So we recently competed in the International Federation of American Football. It's a mouthful, sorry. Asian Oceana Flag Football Continental Championships, where we came third overall. Whoa, so whoa. Awesome result for our first international competition. But because of that, we now get to go and rank on the world um, rankings of flag football and go and compete in Finland in August 2024. From there, uh, then there's the World Games. So the World Games is actually a really cool sport to talk about because it's um, where only women flag football players play to Ooh. compete. So the men are not involved. It is all about the women. So that's a great one to watch, but also it takes the elite to the next elite level. So it is all women from all national sports coming together for that. And then your next is another uh, World Cups in 2027. And then the world stage, which is your Olympics after that. So this is this is giving me shades of like 
this is something for people to be getting in on at ground floor, right? Because we've had this happen yeah. before with an overball game that kicked off and went gangbusters after a, a, a you know Olympics, which of course was uh, the sevens program, right? And for those of us that yes. remember that, you know, there was the push a couple of years before um, the. Um, first Olympic Games in 2016 and so it was really that yes. few years before four years before so we've got the same kind of parallels that are going on here around trying to get things Very together similar. get people up pull those people in there and so really exciting mm. time to be getting involved in the sport hey eh? like how does that work if I'm like now again I'm, I'm hearing this I want to maybe play or I want to watch I want to go and watch some before True. I you know part of my preparation plans yeah, absolutely. Luckily for social media, you can watch snippets, but then uh-huh. to watch the whole game, <laughs> watch the whole game, um, you know, if you just type in Google flag football in your town, um, there is clubs popping up left, right and centre, which is really cool. So yes, Auckland have their usual um, weekly competition. Uh, Tauranga hosts their version, Wellington have version, Christchurch have a version, um, Hamilton, we're hoping to to kickstart one. Um, but then there's also the one-day tournaments that are available and, and all around New Zealand with that. A lot of the clubs like running those because it means that it's all happening all in the one day, but they can gather the most people. And mm. then when they have our nationals in the end of March, I uh, really want everyone to come to the nationals. Yep. So it's like a festival of football at the nationals. Honestly, it is wicked. It's not just competition. There is so much more happening there, but you've got to come down and check it out. So that one, that uh, nationals are all always held in Auckland. Mm -hmm. Um, They probably have just one of the other biggest venues of flag football fields. Um, And so, yeah, that's where you can go watch it. Otherwise, yeah, Google in your local club. There is tons of clubs popping up. It's really exciting. Obviously, leading up to LA28 and then your example of of the rugby expanding after the Olympics. Hopefully, it'll just keep, keep going, keep getting bigger. A question that we do ask everyone that jumps on here. So tell me about your Tokana. Tell me about your big sister that that pulled you into this game. And well, for me, it was the players that I played against in the first nationals that I ever played. Um, it was also the players I played with uh, in the Hamilton clubs. So I just want to make a huge shout out. I want to make sure the pronunciation is correct. Um, so Amorangi Ngata Atkins, or, uh, Metro Lions, uh, Leah Rohorua and Lisa Salele Kaisala, um, meanest, meanest players to play with, just attitude wise, consistency, um, efforts, everything. And then there's Isabeau Short, Wilcox, Sia Matai, Ali Grace, Taylor Lua, sorry, Leah Wanae. And they again have been opposite opposite to me on the field but to get to play with them at international level uh it just showcased that I could be there too and Mm -hmm. and playing with them you know I kept having to remind myself I'm like I am there with them I am at that level and I want to get better than that level now so you know above them is Joe Overstreet who plays for America and Diana Flores who is um a Mexican representative a QB um and she's out of this world like her style her finesse but her attitude as well everyone just has the most amazing attitude I guess that go-getter attitude but you know try it try it and try it with heart so important and cool as well for you to be acknowledging opposition and what about your Tina what about the the young ones that have come in recently that you're like oh we fizzing to see how far they go oh yes so just um starting this team in 2023 we we had um 
25 players uh, invited to play on the squad. Um, and out of those two, we do have two babies. That one of them joined us in San Diego for our first international, and then uh, the two of them vers- uh, played for the International Asia Oceania Continental Championship. Um, so one being Shona uh, Matua and Rosa Matauta. Um, both are fantastic players. They are young. They are like 18, 19. So they are fresh as, but their skills that they already bring to the game and their ability to pick up what I'm taking probably a week to learn, they're picking it up straight away. They're going to be amazing. And I'm actually looking forward to seeing them being representative captains at the Olympics, if anything. Um, And if I get to play with them, even till that age, like amazing, because they're not even at their peak yet. Mm. Um, They've still got so much to learn, but they're willing to learn, which is what is making them amazing. Yeah, that's the big thing, eh? When we talk about like what makes a great athlete, like yeah, it's it's that skill set, it's yeah. that, but it's you oh, have yeah. to be willing to be taught, eh? I see so many people yes. limit themselves just by you know closing their ears off from like what yes. is right there to be given to you. Now, what is one thing that you'll climb up onto your soapbox to make sure that folks hear you about? Uh, okay, flag football, it's a team sport. If offense catches their balls, they're doing their job. If defense are defending and swiping balls, they're doing their job. Um, so just like that, anyone can get involved, um, not just in flag football, but in women's sport. If you can catch our vibe, if you can follow us, you're already on the train of champion flag football. That's Perfect. There you go. That's her stump speech. She's going to be the president of New Zealand flag football with that type of, with yes. that type of, yeah, there you go, putting me out of a job the way she's articulating herself out oh, here. Oh, no. Too. Oh, no. <laughs> I prepared that because I wanted oh. to make sure it counts. I love it. I love it. Get the stump speech going, <laughs> mate. But, you know, this is the thing. Like, we also don't know where all the impacts and ripples of this will hit you either because that's a yeah, real thing when know. it comes to, um, you know, these moments in time. Because as much as I can say to you, New Zealand Sevens experienced a massive growth um, at that moment in time post the first Olympics. There is also a line that I can draw between that moment and yeah. the World Cup win in 2021 played in 2022 for 15s because yeah. that line, you know, that all came together because we actually were able to professionalize that program. We, you know, had different funding because it was attached to high performance and that, that also legitimized women in a contact sport like that. And, and, and yes. that, so there was so much overlap in that, like that, that family of athletes have grown yes. and gone so far. Like you look at someone like Portia Woodman, who has become a household yeah, name because of that. So I just think that potential that we have as well, right? Just more team sports. Our women yeah. are fantastic at them. The potential is just so, oof, just waiting. Oh, it's so open. <laughs> but I have to pay respects to like Portia Woodman, Ruby Tui, all of them, Ray. You know, they're yeah. pioneers of their sport. If they didn't stick it out in their sports, it wouldn't be where it is. You know, if that experience wasn't there, it wouldn't be where it is. So for me, I want to say I'm in 2028 because I'm going to have the experience. I'm going to be having 
more people to have that experience with because we've all started now. Yeah. So absolutely about that. It's that opportunity to build a legacy too, right? Like, because I know this is a really, again, going back, because I always go back to my heart, which is rugby union, but knowing that this is a real conversation. It's okay, I'll change you in a, in a year. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a real conversation that's going on right now with the growth um, of opportunity for our um, sisters in our neighboring nations, right? So with Samoa yes. having the opportunity now to play more, like it's taken them something like 20 something years to play as many tests as they're going to get to play in the next six yeah. years. And so like yeah. that, just having that opportunity to just go and pop up. It's like, that's it's Yeah. And just blow off. Yeah. Just all the spots. Yay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, rapid fire to close this off. You've been amazing, Jackie. I appreciate you. You too, Alice. All right. TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. I don't use TikTok. Oh, we're going to get you on there. If you're telling me you're going to get okay. – you've got to. That's where you recruit all your new players, mate. That's where all the young ones are. Yeah. Okay. I'll see yeah. you tomorrow on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Would you rather wake up super rich or super fit? So if I'm super fit, does that mean I also don't need a stretch? <laughs> does that mean i don't have to do recovery you know like the saunas and the massages because if i'm super fit i'll go with that one <laughs> yeah. the amount of times in my life i have wished for just like a reset button that i could push that would just release all yes. i'm like can you imagine what a dream i would um, take it if that means super fit yeah please <laughs> that's right if i could if i could take that yeah you're right if i could just not hurt if i could wake up tomorrow and be like oh i feel great limber um yeah all right okay who is your favorite team that you haven't played for oh black friends of course yeah <laughs> but I mean, my own fault i have to get in there and i have to play yeah. um but yeah all respect to the black friends and you know just learning the history already of, of how they pop off after the olympics you know i'm gonna keep learning and watching them so that i can one day maybe play mm. yeah. <laughs> um black friends yeah who's a past teammate or coach that you miss oh I actually bring lessons into the way I coach sometimes. Like, oh, this coach, his name's Steve Jackson. Mm. Brilliant. Um, he also is very prepared. Um, his execution and the way he coaches, teaches, or even does anything. So I also got a chance to work with him. Um, but he's definitely a mentor I'm very grateful for. He is still in my world, luckily. Um, but a lot of teachings, I'm like, oh, Steve would say this or this or this or that. And I'm like, yeah, that's the one I want to mention. Now, what do you have a game day superstition? Yes. Yep. I eat muesli yogurt and eggs for breakfast. <laughs> Without that, I feel like I haven't got all the energy for the whole day. What sporting <laughs> event do you want, most want to attend as a fan? Um, so I want to attend the International Federation American Football America's competition and the Europe's competition. So we are the Asia Oceana. Mm. Um, I'd love to see the Americas and the Europe. So they're they're the OGs of flag football in America and Mexico and, and sorry, the southern 
North America and South America, mm. um, and to see them and the way that they play uh, is epic. There's definitely not enough media out there for them. Um, before I went to the Asia Oceana um, Championship, I went looking around for all the teams that we were going to verse, and there's not enough media out there. However, now you can go search them, and there is something out there, which is great because we had the competition that we did. Mm. Um, but definitely want to go see the Americas and Europe uh, flag football competitions in person mm. to suss them out a little bit, but also appreciate the game yeah. technically wise well see this is what you're going to start as your tiktok account is you're going to be a um, flag football um, fan account there you go Talk my to go-to is women's sport this, this is Instagram true page i found so many more sports this summer to watch because of this page i love it Yes, this is true. Okay, what's the song? You're, the, I'm so bad at this rapid fire. I'm like taking my sweet time <laughs> with it. Um, what's the song you're going to add to our match day playlist? <laughs> oh, you're going to love me for this. Mm-hmm. Eye of the Tiger. Oh, yeah. Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's an OG song from from my karate days, and it's just helped me mentally get in the zone every time. So, yeah, it's a go-getter, but it's yep. also a mental set, set up. There you go. It's a classic for a reason. Now, last question yes. for you. Jackie Elmsley, thank you so much for your time. What is the la- uh, least athletic thing you did this week? <laughs> <laughs> Other than sleep? Uh, no. Uh, oh, I played board games with Fano. Nice. What was the game? Um, it was Sequence. Do you like um, it? Yes. Do you know I it? Just, I just got introduced yes. to um, New Year's. Oh, Jackie, you're, you're an absolute so, superstar. Thank so you much. so much for your time. Thanks, Alice. Oh, you're amazing. Right. Thanks to Women's Sport as well for having me on here to talk about flag football. It's so important to me. And so I appreciate the time. Thank you. There we go. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you so much to Jackie and for all of you uh, for tuning in today. If you want to continue this conversation, jump over to Women's Sports on all your favourite social media platforms. I'll see you in the comments section.